What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Serial Audio Experience with IFTV. We got a lot to talk about today, and we're blessed with a new guest. My dad is sick, so we got Ludovico over here. Ludovico, say hi to everybody. Hello, everyone. I'm healthy, by the way. Oh, there yeah, we go. <laughs> Everybody's been asking us for such a long time to get a Napoli fan on. We got always... the best one in the USA. There we go. So we got oh, Ludovico. Let's not, let's not go crazy. <laughs> okay. And we brought you on a perfect day because uh, Napoli, they win late today. So look, you brought some luck. Uh, yes, it was. We suffered a little bit. It was a. Uh, it, it was a nice game. Cagliari played really well. A lot of running, but uh, at the end, it was one of those games that was going to be decided by a set play, only by a set play. And without a set play, you could play 24 hours. You're never going to score. And Milik, thank God, he threw everybody off the ball. He goes, "Let me take this," and it was a perfect. Yeah. Uh, uh, free kick and that's what we need. But you think somebody else was going to take it, uh, Ludo? Mertens wanted to take oh, yeah? it. Oh, yeah. Insigne wants to take it from those, from those. Usually they take from Gulam could take it from those positions, but Milik said, "No, this is mine," and it was a perfect execution. Was you think he wanted to redeem was himself a, from the big mistake goal. that he made at the, on the Champions League. I don't think it was a mistake, uh, Antonio. I don't think it was a mistake. It was one of those desperation moves that the goalkeeper comes out. Uh, like when you throw yourself off the roof because there's a fire in your house, and he goes, "Let me come out." And whatever happens, what an happens. Analogy. And the, uh, the, 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 uh, boom. No, it was so close. <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the shot was so close right. that he couldn't really, uh, why couldn't use... that guy make a mistake again on the champions league? Uh, Alison, he made a I mistake mean, today, but he made a mistake uh, today. He would have made a stupid mistake <laughs> today. I wish he would have made it. I mean, la oh, I wish man. Napoli would have lost the game today. I would have won the champions league game. That's what I'm All right. Saying. Before, before we go into champions league, before we go into Serie A, uh, I want you to introduce yourself. Ludo. As an Alpoli fan, how did you grow up an Alpoli fan? Uh, well, I was born in a uh, town uh, near Naples, uh, 15 kilometers from Naples. My uh, hometown is uh, Nola. And uh, I arrived in this country when I was 12. I went to see the first Napoli game. I was eight years old. Wow. Back then. Wow. And uh, I remember those days when Napoli came second place. I believe it was 1972. When the Napoli formation was Carmignani, Bruscolotti, La Palma, Burnic, Vavasoli, Orlandini, Massa, Giuliano, Clerici, wow. Esposito, Braglia. Wow. Now that's a Napoli fan right there. Yeah. Yeah. Know. And then uh, we always, as a, uh, uh, when you're Neapolitan, most Neapolitans, not everyone, and uh, Napoli is a, the team is a, it's part of the fabric of the city. It's, it's religion. And uh, it's like going to church every Sunday. So regardless of who's the president, or if the team is in Serie A, in Serie B, that is your team, that is your city, those are your colors. So it's the shirt that matters, not necessarily the players that wear the shirt. That's Who's the best player you ever seen wear the Napoli shirt? Not in person. Listen, we're not blessed enough. I'm not blessed enough. Michael's not blessed enough. Peter, no. Uh, we didn't get to see Maradona live. How was he? Uh, great. He was. I love this warm up. I mean, probably you guys saw the uh, the warm up against uh, the famous warm up that goes around the uh, YouTube. But I used to see. I went. I saw the Napoli games. I went to Stuttgart to watch the uh, UEFA um, final back in 1988 and um, May 17th when we tied 3-3. And then I went to see Napoli Real Madrid, the Champions League. Back then there was no preliminary rounds. It was only the, the first team that won. In the Serie A, so Napoli, the first round, boom, we get Real Madrid. We lose 2 nothing over there, but we tie 1-1 at home. So I saw a lot of games with, uh, with uh, Maradona, and he used to warm up just the, uh, 
They, they, back then, there was not the warm-up that you see today, that you have 10 guys coming out, coaches, and they All put the, the poles, right? And, the, and the, No, back then, you came out, and you did your own uh, stretching according to your body. But, of course, back then, they played 35 games a year. Now you play 95 games a year, so there has to be some kind of structure. But to see Maradona play live, it's... It's like you've seen the, the, the event before you get there. Okay. Correct. <laughs> right. It's like seeing the Pope in the Vatican pass by you and, then, and, and you kiss his hand. It's, well, like, it's, like, it's not like you're playing for Inter and Spalletti. It's like yeah. you, you watch Spalletti, it's like going to the hell before you actually made it. First off, comparing Spalletti to Maradona, I don't know where you uh, yeah. no, we anyway compare. We were talking about heaven and hell, so oh, heaven okay. is Maradona, hell is Spalletti. Spalletti. Last thing before we get into it, what players come the closest for you from Maradona? For Napoli and in general. Current football, any any league, any, any Since players. watching, since since seeing Maradona live, what's a player that you see on Napoli that you think resembles him the most? In Napoli. In Napoli, in Napoli oh, and no, in general. The, the, both, both. both. General. I, I, I want to hear from Ludo. Well, the position that the, the, the way Maradona played and the way Maradona was, Maradona made the average player become a better, a, above average player. That's That was the strength of Maradona, which Messi doesn't have. But right now... The, the player that I see in Napoli that, uh, that has that same class and that same uh, distinguished um, uh, feet is Insigne, basically. That's, nah. that's the only one I see. But then you have the, the, and the characteristics of a captain is Amsic. He has, he's the, he's the uh, all-time leader. Listen, if Cassano would be playing in Napoli, <laughs> would be just the, the closest If Cassano would have been in Napoli back in the 80s, without the social media, Cassano would have, would have been smacked every Sunday. No way. No way. And it would have never made it out of the you locker room. You will be so lucky to have somebody like that. It would have never made it out of the locker room. That guy, without social media. Listen, if Maradona is, uh, listen, if Maradona, <laughs> if Maradona is God, Cassano is St. Peter, just right below him. Okay, Some, and, and Cassano's got the, the door for the, for, uh, you know, for the heaven. If Cassano says that you're a good player, you get in. If you're a bad player, you go straight to hell. You go to see Spalletti. <laughs> <laughs> Any way to relate to Spalletti. What he, he, just, he just described in three words the divine comedy of Dante Alighieri. <laughs> Where's Mourinho there? Is, oh, is Mourinho he after the entrance? Oh, Mourinho, forget One it. One foot in, right? Yeah, below. <laughs> Mourinho below Spalletti. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, anyway. Anyway, good. I wanted to give just a little general because I know there's a lot of Napoli fans who watch and they always want to hear from somebody. So it's good to have that. that it's tape. not. It, it's hard to explain a Napoli fan from Naples because most of the fans. Okay, I, I I'm a Barcelona fan even though I'm from Peru because Messi or other players yeah. play there. But when you have your own city, when you're a fan of the team of your own city, it is something that you cannot explain you simply have to live it you have to be in it yeah. you cannot explain well it well well, it's also if you think about it, napoli as far as the city is concerned one of the bigger cities in italy is a one team city you look Correct. at milan you look at uh torino these have two teams mm -hmm. and instead of naples because my mom's from naples area all my cousins they're all napoli fans because that's what it is don't forget yeah. benavento and there's too, nothing right? else well, yeah. But that, that's the reason why they have the Camorra. That's why, you know, you can only have one team over there. Otherwise, that's it. Otherwise no. they let them wipe you out. But I think, I think now, like you talk about social media, what, what would happen to Cassano, but I think that you're starting to see a lot of Napoli fans, not just from Naples, because they love the style that they play and because Ancelotti or they love Insigne yeah. or they love Koulibaly. Koulibaly is one that, you know, he wasn't nominated for African Player of the Year. Which but is ridiculous. I think uh, that He should have won. He should have won. Him and Salah, him I think, Salah were the two probably, best. Yeah. But no, either absolutely. way. Well, to keep... My understanding is Benatia was kept in and Koulibaly was yeah, left out. Yeah, that makes sense. 
doesn't make any sense. Benatia can only shine uh, the shine the shoes. shoes. Yeah, but but even, Koulibaly is a leader. He a has the warrior. presence. He's a warrior. No, he's amazing. Benatia, yes, he's an average player, but Koulibaly. He's one of some of the funny some of the funny comments they were saying. You Maluto, know, he made a mistake with the Champions League that cost us Napoli to. Uh, no, that was what? not his mistake. That, that was, was him. Mario Let's go to the. Let, let's that go. Was that Rui's was mistake. his mistake. No, that Rui wasn't. makes uh, five no. mistakes every minute. That no. guy for now. That was that was Koulibaly trying to make up for a Mario Rui. Roy mistake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you agree? Absolutely. Mario Roy, that entire game. We'll go into the Champions League. Mario Roy, that entire game. That was bad for Mario. But it's not just that game. I don't think we lost the Champions League qualification because of that game. We lost it in uh, in France. In, 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 in Serbia. No, we lost it in previous games. In today's soccer, if you tie a game, it's equivalent to a loss. Napoli had too many ties. I understand against PSG 2-2, you have a player like Di Maria, world-class player, 93rd minute. You you take one of those shots, it's a goal. There's nothing you could do. You could just applaud the guy for a marvelous goal. But what really two things really made me upset as a Napoli uh, as a Napoli fan. The first game tying 0-0 against oh, Stella Rossa. Stella away. Rosa, that was bad. And then the home game against Stella Rossa, when Napoli was winning 3-0, you gave up the goal 3-1. Everyone knows, even my unborn son knows, that if you go to Liverpool and you lose 1-0, you're out. You have 30 minutes left in the game. You have to score the fourth goal. And the last minute against PSG, though, that they conceded. They were up 1-0 the whole game, and then Di Maria and scores. Yeah, you can do on that. that that's, no. that's, that's, that, that's one yeah, of those. Yeah. I agree. That's, that's luck. But against Stella Rosa, you know you were going to lose one nothing, and you're out. You got to look. You got 30 minutes to score an extra goal. Ludo, you have to score the extra goal. If you have to compare Sarri with Ancelotti, tell me the pluses, the minus about both coaches, if there is any minus on Ancelotti. Tell me. Sarri is a coach that he has his... Sarri... Okay, I'm going to make... I'm going to tell you. Sarri is like a, uh, a musician, okay? That he has his music... And he reads his music that way, and that's what he believes, and that's the notes that he's going to play every single night, every single game, every single concert. That's what you're going to hear. He's, gonna he's not going to improvise. He's going to follow the he's script. He's going to follow the he's script. He's not capable. He believes on that 4-3-3. He believes in those plays that can execute his style of play to the best, and he believes that even those players are at 50% of their abilities, that they're tired or they're drained out, that they can still be worth 100% than somebody else on the, uh, on the bench. What about Ancelotti then? Ancelotti can, can move things around. Ancelotti can go from a 3-5-2 to a 4-4-2, mm-hmm. to a dynamic 4-3-3. Ancelotti can, is, a vari- is a variety player, is a, I mean a coach. He can adjust the team according to his playing against. Sarri, no matter who he played against, that's the formation, 4-3-3, same style of play, that's it. And he burns out his players like that. Correct, because he, he only used 13 he, players. He, he uh, used up to 75% of the season, and after that, your players just get too fatigued and tired to Correct, because you're using the exactly. same play. There's same a lot of running. You, yeah, it's the 4-3-3. No we yeah, were we discussing before, you guys, guys like Calleon and Insigne with uh, Sarri's style of play, that those guys you are doing 11 kilometers no in a way. You no can't. You cannot be fresh when you reach the 65th minute, you cannot be fresh anymore after you do 20 times up and down 70 meters coast to coast. You can't do that mm-mm, anymore. Mm-mm. You can't so, go up and down. So let's let's give let's put them on the balance. So uh, I would say uh, Ancelotti is here. No, 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 no. It's not. 
It's not who's there and who's, who's not there. It's it's a different style of interpreting and executing the the, the style of the uh, style of the game. Now, as far I as I disagree European, with you, Ludo. To me, Ancelotti is a better coach. It's much much smarter than Sarri. And Sarri, he thinks he got a he got a little bit ahead of himself too fast. Sarri didn't win anything. Right or wrong, Pete? Contradicting me if, if I'm right. You wanna, if you want to compare just based on what trophies won, yes, Ancelotti is a better coach. Every coach has a different guy, method. Guys, Sarri was method. a banker up, exactly. up to 50 years of age. Oh, the wow. guy was a banker. He should have told him. He was a teller in the He should have told him to keep his day job. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Come on. Let, forget, forget about that because we talk oh. about it so much. I want to talk about the, the game that we watched. The Liverpool. 1-0. Okay. All right? Yeah. Against Napoli. A match where... I understand that this was one of the ones because this was a terrible week for Serie A in general. All of right. our Italian teams, one of the worst that I could remember in recent times. None of them won. Nobody won. Yeah. Right. It was one draw. Um, Napoli. They know that if they score one goal in Liverpool Correct. against Liverpool, Liverpool has to score three because they were up one zero. You have to win by two goals. Mm -hmm. By two goals. Correct. And I understand that Anfield is a place that is very difficult to play in. I understand that the fans are all there. Blah blah blah. All that stuff. But I think that Napoli could have done better in that aspect. I think that when you got Callejon, who's not expecting the pass to go past his defender, and you have that chance, those are the little details that prove to be the ones that send you out of the Champions League. I know Liverpool's a good team, but even Milik at the end, I think that we talked about this before too, and I want to hear your perspective. We always said, and I think my dad was the one who brought it up, that they need a striker that would be able to change the game and to be deadly in those moments when you need them. Not somebody who, because to me... Insignia and Mertens the entire game they didn't do enough they didn't do enough to be able to score a goal where you needed to score a goal because you you're not going to keep a, a card will have a bad at listen, least one of those and I just want to add at, right the San, at the San Paolo their first leg uh, Napoli completely outplayed uh, Liverpool and they could have won 3-0 the second leg where they lost 1-0 it was a complete opposite wow. two different teams it looked like well Liverpool is two different teams Liverpool in Champions League away from Anfield they lost every game they're two different teams with two different faces. At home, they become, I guess it's the fans, it's the home field. It's a very physical team. They pressured Napoli where the, where the game, where the, uh, the plays had a start. That's where they pressured. And they did very well on pressuring and not allowing any space. Amsic missed passes that not even a 12-year-old kid would, would miss because he didn't have time to think. Amsic played one of his worst games I've ever seen in Napoli. The only two players, to my knowledge, that survived that game were Koulibaly and Alan. Alan is a warrior. He can play with any team around the world. But Napoli in the midfield missed too many passes because of the pressuring that uh, Liverpool did not allow Napoli to do what they do best. But was it the pressure that got to them? We saw Kaya Juan missing. I don't think it's the pressure. I think, I think it was. That it came from two goals the previous game in the Serie A. To get, he had one touch and another, he had two touches. And Insigne and, was completely and, and out of the game. Insigne wasn't Insigne there. Americans didn't go. Was it the pressure that got to them? And why it's couldn't Ancelotti instill Mike, this mentality? It's a combination of bad luck too. It's Insigne, we've been known to be a little yeah. choker. Insigne has been a choker. On the important games, Insigne chokes us all the time. He does it when he plays in Italy, and he does it when I don't think so. Well, he scored against Liverpool so. at home on the 90th minute. Uh, no, no. He's now, he scored. now that the game was on the line, and the he scored against he scored against line, Real Madrid last year in in uh, in so Champions League. What happened League. on the last game? He disappeared. He just a lot of players, Antonio. A lot of players disappeared, starting with Amsic, Calleon, Insigne, Mertens, Mario Rui. I mean, you you cannot watch the guy play. Unwatchable. 
Yeah. Unwatchable. Yeah. Was... Ospina, great game. Only that mistake on, on Salah's uh, goal. But like I said before, Liverpool at home is a total different team. It's a completely different team. It is basically unbeatable at home. Away, they, they put on a different suit, different mentality, the way they play. But it's not the same team on the away. And they lost every game. Look, they even lost against Stella Rosa. Uh, in the Champions League. They didn't get the, oh, yeah, that's right. Away. That's yeah. right. Yeah, the away right. games. It was, they lost all the games. It away. was just, I know that Napoli had the group of death. They had the toughest group. I think that um, they went, again, tied on points. It went not even to goal difference. What was it? Goal scored, goal scored that they yeah. ended up going mm-hmm. out to. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just a tough pill to swallow, I think, as a Napoli fan, where you know you have a good team. You know you had a good coach. You know you had a lot of things going for you where it could have been that leap to the next round. Correct. Now, to make that leap... Um, Marco, to go to the next level, like you said before, you need certain players. Like a Cavani. Yes. In order to have certain players, you need a budget, which Napoli does not have the budget to pay a player like Cavani 10, 12, 13 million a year. You just do not have that. You need that budget. So Napoli, yes, you, you have a great team. You have a wonderful team. It's fun to watch them play. They really, it's a great group. The locker room is very united. They play great soccer, beautiful. But you're missing something in order to bring that team to the next level. I agree with you. A little bit of luck, but you also need those players that they have to be there, the decisive moments. I agree. You got to count on that play and say, listen, pick the team up, put the team on your shoulder, and take us to the promise. Isn't that what Hamsik has to do? Or are they missing like a killer striker uh, that we're talking about? No, Who, not that. The captain's supposed to do that, no? Yeah, well, it's, not, it's, not. Not, it's also the position that he's playing now. It's also the position that he's playing now. Ball. And the way they were pressuring him, he did not play. Yes, I don't think Hamsik at this point is a player that can do, that can make a difference in Champions League. Mm-mm. Serie A, yes, I agree. Serie A, but not in, uh, but not in Champions League. You need... Total different. Uh, yeah, and you, also, you, to, you, to, you need different players. Like you said, they put him. Uh, Ancelotti is using Hamsik farther away from the goal. So the Jorginho not, position. Yeah, he's not yeah. scoring as many goals yeah. as he's, he's had. Uh, he's, old, he's older now, so it's it's uh, difficult. Napoli doesn't have that real goal scorer, like we said, like that star goal scorer. You know, Who picks they were it up able, even when the game goes. Mertens bad. has been a surprise for the past three years, and I think he is definitely a good player. But I don't know if that's the next level player that that Napoli really needs. Um, Insigne, same thing. He's putting him closer this year. Ancelotti, closer to the goal. He scored more goals. I think it's hard to pinpoint. Oh, one game, he's a choker. No, it doesn't work that way. Sometimes you know you have bad games. He's, he creates. He created a chance for Calion. Calion puts that ball in the back of the net. Different story. Milik scores the goal. But you have to remember, there's another team in front of you that want to win just as bad as you. Allison. Makes the save. He probably didn't even know what was coming after him. Mm. But goalkeeper's job is make yourself as big as possible. Hopefully, you you block. You had to get into that game in a better position, knowing what you were you were getting against, who you were going against. Mm -hmm. Liverpool at home, it is extremely dangerous. They were first place in the EPL. One thing I gotta say: I watched the game. I actually I was working. I said, "Hey, that's it." I said, "I had to cancel one of my appointments." I said, "I gotta watch this game because." There were three or four games going on at the same time. Nobody yeah, should work on that one. On my back, it was Inter. It on my back, it was Inter. And then I said, I'm going to choose Napoli. So because I wanted Napoli very badly to go through. But anyway, seeing Napoli defending for the entire first half, 
for you know in, in, uh, never Liverpool just constantly putting pressure on them I said what the hell am I watching this this is not not, not this is on a Napoli Napoli normally just takes the ball comes out very very quietly in a, it was, with a lot of orders. it was different it Liverpool they're not allowed like, like, like you said they, Liverpool they, they, against Liverpool they were difficult. pressuring they're not allowed I think that the only last thing that 20 minutes been, yeah. it could have been I would have liked to see Milik starting up top just because you have that Van Dijk and uh, I can't remember who their other center back is, but they're very big, powerful guys. Yeah. So I think if they would have had Milik, he could have held the ball up and allowed everybody to get up. Anyway, another team that that disappointed, and mm-hmm. think this one was 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 horrible. I mean, Peter with with uh, with Inter, one um, one mm. against PSV. Mm. <clears throat> Barcelona did their job that, that they That's were supposed to. What we were most scared day. about was yeah. that we were most scared that Barcelona Barca at home they it. couldn't lose. Um, it ended up. It was a tied game, but Inter at home at the San Siro tie 1-1 to PSV. Yeah. I mean, we, we talked about it in the last podcast where everyone's like, oh, Inter's going to win easily. I said mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot harder than we thought because mm-hmm. PSV is giving trouble to, to all the teams, Barcelona, Tottenham. Mm-hmm. So they weren't a pushover. But saying that, Inter with you know 70,000 fans in attendance, you're at home. You have the the star players. This is a game that you have to take care of your job, which is to win. Mm -hmm. And then whatever happens, happens. Tying this game is a a disappointment and a disgrace to the fans and and our hopes. You know, maybe in the beginning of the Champions League, when the first uh, the draw came out of who was in our group, it would have been acceptable to say, oh, Inter is going to crash out or be third place. But then with how things went, mm-hmm. right? You had two games, not one game, two games at hand to to really settle it and you let everything go. Um, you know, we ah. talked about Spalletti, the decision-making, et cetera, et cetera. But Asamoa, let me tell you, Asamoa, that, this weekend what was, was what one of his worst This weekends. guy in the Juventus was like and, a superstar. And the, the, that's what's upsetting because, because he's he was a, playing around superstars. Yeah, but the upsetting thing is <laughs> the whole season he's been playing well. From a player that has Champions League experience like Asamoah and to, to make certain mistakes is unacceptable. Um, you know, to not really, they look too frantic. Even the first half, yeah. second yeah, half, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like very they disorganized to, yeah. and too much, too much, too much and, pressure. And, too, and the, they play with a lot of yeah. nerves. And, and the worst know. thing was that PSV was able to break through. Inter, they could have easily scored on a counter. Who knows? Easy, at least another two PSV times. PSV was playing it. great. Yeah. That's the most surprising. It's not even the score line. It mm-hmm. was that PSV, you could say, deservedly yeah. got a tie against Inter in the San Siro. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, after that, Inter scores the goal, right? He, Spalletti made the changes to put uh, Keita. Mm-hmm. He took out D'Ambrose. Right. And what does he do? Lutaro Martinez too. All yeah. the time at the, when it's too late. First they have to be down one goal before they have to wake up. And then they finally tie the game. And then, and then they're listening to the radio, to the TV, or maybe to the iPhone. and say, hey, what's the score over here? Yeah, but besides that, he takes out a game where you have to win. Oh, he took at 1-1, one, one, he takes out Politano oh, to put, to put a right back, yeah, recycle. But Giving the bad. wrong message uh. to the team maybe. And then also, you know, trying to defend a tie or trying to keep a tie. It doesn't... Feet, once sense. I saw Candreva starting, I was I was thinking to myself, I, it didn't make any sense to me. No. The entire game from there, the entire game was was Especially bad. Especially Lautaro Martinez, Keita on the bench, Keita who scored three goals in two games. Yeah. But Marco, listen, I don't know if you, uh, Ludovico, correct me if I'm wrong. Once you know that the the, the chemistry of the team and the, and the quality of the player that you have available for yourself. Yeah. Are, are set already. There is nothing that you can invent. Why don't you place them on the field? 
put them right there and just let them play. Spalletti is going to have to invent something just because, you know, at the end of the game, if something goes right, let's say, so that, that was, uh, nobody thought about that, that uh, I did that. But then when everything goes wrong, what happened? You look like an idiot, okay? This guy here for twice in a row, it doesn't start. He put Perisic, he looks like a, it's like a shade of himself. It's like somebody Crazy. that has never like played soccer. Too many soccer. games. And then Politano, he takes Politano, was the best player yeah. in Inter up to that point, and he takes him out. And who does he put in? Candreva was not supposed to start, okay? I mean, this guy is such a, he's second guessing himself every single week. Well, what, happened, week. what happened was that Vecino was injured, and due to financial fair play, João Mario and Gagliardini were not allowed to be in the roster. So he had to scramble something in midfield. I guess he, to not risk, he put Candreva, who's more of a midfielder that could track back, then a Lautaro Martinez that doesn't have much experience, and Keita Balde, who's more of an attacking player rather than a, a, a midfielder. Keita Balde should have started the game. I would have started Keita Balde, but maybe no, not no. for Candreva's place, maybe for Perisic's place. Perisic, forget about I'm it. With, I'm with you, Peter. I think I'm on the same mentality. This is a team, again, yeah. a very, very difficult group with Barcelona and Tottenham, who are two very good teams, and PSV, who cause problems to everyone. Um, before the before the draws, you would have said, okay, if Inter falls three, you know, they're, they're really not, you know, the best. But with two games to spare and against Tottenham, the second to last game, never needed to happen. They, they complicated their lives yeah. in a way that never needed to happen. And still, when you play at home, it's not like the game was in Netherlands. If the game's in the Netherlands, maybe you could say there's a sort of... Man, a, a, the game is in the San Siro. You have to win. The PSV had sold to play it looked like, no, they it, it looked like PSV were looking to qualify for second place yeah. and mm. Inter were the ones already that out. Honestly, that's how bad it was. Yeah. I, I just think that... Um, Talking about Inter to paint an overall picture uh, of the season, including Champions League, there are certain players, key players in Inter that were great players that played great season last year that this year they're not in shape. Perisic, such as uh, Perisic, yeah. Brozovic, and a couple of others that after the World Cup they're not in the same shape. And they don't have the same pace as they had last season. And Versalic was always and that, injured And too. I think Spalletti, at that point, he doesn't have the character or the personality to say to those guys, listen, sit down and let somebody else play. Because they have to play. Then he's not a good coach. I don't know. We don't know what, what happens in the locker room. We don't know what the Listen, agreement is. The locker room has got nothing to do with that. No, you no, the coach. Antonio, the locker room has a lot to do. Because you probably, if you keep those two guys out... The locker room can break in half. That's true. But listen, by the locker room can break in half. Who's the leader on Inter? On your head? Icardi. Icardi. Only no, no, no. But I Icardi Wanda. also has. Oh, Wanda, maybe. Icardi, Icardi also has his players. Do you know one of the. You know. So you're telling me okay. that Icardi is telling the coach. Do you know what there is? Way, I want those two guys on the field. I don't want the other two. There is a player. There was a player in Serie A that could have been a great player. Actually, two players in Serie A. Mm -hmm. That wherever they played, they always broke the locker rooms. One of them is Baggio. You know who the other one is? No. Cassano. Why? <laughs> that means which, Cassano, didn't, Cassano never yes. influenced anybody. Cassano was always a pain in the butt in the locker room. 
because he wanted things to go his way. He would always talk when he was not supposed to talk. He would go to the coach's face and tell him what he really thought like a 12-year-old kid and go to other plays and say, oh, you didn't pass me the ball. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. Not talk and to them. Right. And he's right. And he's right. Okay. Cassano but, knows. But now you have Cassano, a Cassano knows. Cassano knows. Don't disrespect Cassano. Cassano's got balls. Okay, listen to me. Cassano's got balls. He was the one oh, going to cool. face. Listen, tell me of a player that goes face-to-face to a coach and tell you, you don't know what the hell you're talking work about. That way, Cassano, he had it. He had it here yes. and he had it everywhere. In, in Real Madrid. Okay. He almost smacked uh, Capello. He should have done that. <laughs> He's a champion. I the guy you. was coming home at 5 a.m. in the morning from the discotheque. He would not show up the practice and he expected Cassano, to start the next game. Even with no legs or with one leg, <laughs> is better than a lot of those players that we just named Ludo right Vigo, now. Ludovico, is that true? Okay, even when he's drunk. Okay. I don't think Asano, listen, to Give my opinion, I don't think Asano can hold the alcohol the way, okay. some, the way Maradona used to. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let, let's move on. Wait, wait. Before we go ahead, Marco, wait. Before we go ahead. Yeah. This is, listen, it, one thing it. that caught my attention today yeah. while I was watching the Liverpool game, I was doing yeah. some, uh, some computer work on my desk. I see Shakiri scoring two times. I said, didn't this guy used to play for Inter? Oh, my God. I said, yo, this is all, those are all players. Every great players that Inter lets go, they become superstars everywhere else. Well, he Roberto had a, Carlos back he in had, the nineties. He, he left Inter. He became a great. Well, he had, he had he had Pirlo that uh, he let he let go, and we, he came to AC Milan. He was uh, we won everything just about uh, with uh, with Pirlo. Happy anniversary to AC Milan today, by the way. Today's their birthday. And Parma and Frosinone. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's a birthday. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Hey, happy anniversary. <laughs> we need to win a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Let, let's keep going. Um, we'll we'll finish off with the champion. League with Juventus. They also, this match, another one that didn't really mean too much. They risked losing first place. If Manchester United won, Valencia ended up beating Manchester United. Um, Juventus lose their first loss away from home all season. 2-1 to Young Boys. Another one where it looked like Young Boys were, they had nothing to play for, but they were still fighting and, and trying to qualify. Um, and Juventus, they lost the match. And Young Boys' first ever Champions League win, I think you said? First ever Champions League That's win. Crazy. Wow. Um, but remember, Champions League win brings in three, four million dollars for yeah. that That's particular true. team. Yeah. So is... basically, knowing Young Boys and they got that three, four million dollars, they probably played the salaries of five, six players for That's the entire year. And just like PSV, I would say that Young <laughs> Boys right. really played, no, played but great I think, football. I think if Juventus needed to win the game, Juventus mm. would have won the game. Yeah. It's uh, that they, they, they received... Uh, the uh, the bench received the, uh, the the notices what was happening the Manchester game that they were losing so Juventus thinking that they had Torino over the weekend the derby so they said important. if uh, if uh, Manchester United is losing <coughs> we don't need to, uh, to to win this game because they're losing to nothing so it's just one of those games that you know you hear the score from the other uh, you know getting basically reaching your goal but without really you know, yeah. getting anybody uh, like, anybody tired. And, mm. you know, you have a game on Saturday against Torino. You know that Torino is going to come out 150% because it's the derby. Yeah. And so... Luckily, that's, that's Dybala came happened. in. He put Dybala in. Dybala scored a beautiful first goal. He scored a second goal, which was offsides because uh, Ronaldo went to, for the movement of the ball. And very late, it would have been a beautiful goal. But either way, like you said, Juventus finished first place. Um, right. Tomorrow is the draws for us today while you guys are probably watching. Juventus could play... Atletico, Tottenham, Liverpool, Schalke, Ajax, and Lyon, while Roma could face Man City, Bayern, PSG, Barca, BVB, Dortmund, uh, and Porto. 
So what do you guys think? Roma's got a tough draw. (laughs) Real real quick for Juventus. um, I think we know who the obvious ones to avoid are. But But you guys are going to win every way. Are you going to win anything? Uh, I thought you said Inter was supposed to win the triplete this year. Juventus, Juventus, I don't think that uh, Juventus, I don't think has any problems, any issues against all the teams that you mentioned that finished second place. Juventus will... Uh, move on to the uh, to the following uh, to the round, quarter. and that's when the you know when the teams yeah. become now that you can uh, you can play against a, a Real Madrid yeah. or you can play against other teams. Then that's when the real Juventus has to show up. But any of those teams, Juventus, a hundred percent, a healthy Juventus, a concentrated Juventus, any of those teams cannot even. Want, yeah, uh, Marco, I had a couple of things to ask to the Peter because yeah. I caught my attention was, uh, while I was uh, still working uh, uh, on the computer. What caught your yeah. attention? So, uh, Tell us. My, what caught my, my attention was Icardi scoring. Of course, he scored. Uh, he, he tied the game with, uh, with the PSV. And then, uh, uh, you know, I seen uh, Vandanara crying at the end of the game. I said, hey, she's, the, she's like the, the, the playmaker of Inter. In other words, if she, sa- if she decides that Icardi stays in Inter, that's her decision. It's not even his decision. You know, he said that. So he has no say. Okay. He said, he said they asked him about the renewal, and he said, I just listened to my team, and Vanda, the second, and then the I The second signed. thing that That's caught good. my attention was, uh, was uh, um, the Juventus manager at the game, or the Champions League Marotta. game? Or Marotta. Marotta. He's not Juventus. He was, wasn't at the Champions League. Was no, he wasn't at the Champions no, League. No, I think he was not. But it was, the, uh, yeah. uh, it was during yeah. uh, okay, yesterday's game. So what happened uh, when Icardi did the cucchiaio, I think he's... The, the price went up. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's true. It's probably so true. So then Vander is going to say, okay, we got two issues over here. My husband is the only one scoring over here. <laughs> and you have a bunch of losers over here surrounding my husband that they, they made him lose uh, the Champions League, uh, you know, a possibility to go further during the, you know, well, the, you know what? It's, it's, the a, it's a good problem to have that you have someone that scores all the time. But Unlike now you're going to have to call. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. No, that's <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna address that question for you right away. (laughs) And the the second issue is uh, hey, no, you got Marotta, you got nothing to you, you have to worry about it. This guy here is gonna go into the pocket of the Chinese kid, he's gonna say, Hey, you want to keep this guy here, give him another 100 million dollar on the top of what he makes right now. Marotta has been very uh, good as a dirigente with Juventus, Sampdoria, in his his, uh, whole career. And also, you know what he's great at? Finding the right player at the right play, uh, price. Price, yeah. Pirlo, Pogba, all yeah. these players, free transfer. Mm-hmm. So he knows what he's doing. So that means he's... you're going to get a couple of very good players for, uh, for Riccardi? No, what I'm trying to say is that he's going to be able to balance the team. Inter right now, as long as they, they, they respect the books with financial fair play, you can offer Riccardi more money. He's the player that's the face of the franchise. Yeah. He's your captain. He scores the goals. Why wouldn't you pay the guy? Yeah. But I think Antonio Antonio says a lot of crazy stuff, but I think he's absolutely right. I think that they're looking at, you know, Van der Sees, how many goals he scores, and they're going to ask for more money. But, I mean, every year it seems like they're doing renewals now. But Icardi Icardi is the world-class player at Inter. But I feel like, is it just me? Like like you said, every six months I feel like... Ludovico, Ludovico, listen to me. Mike, Ludovico, listen to me. Tell me if you agree with me. In the 80s, right? You remember watching the Maradona, you remember watching the AC Milan, uh, Gulli, Spalletti, well, no Spalletti, Gulli, Bambasta, <laughs> you Bambasta, love that name. Leica, all of those superstars. Did the camera ever focus on the wife of a player 
or, uh, or, or someone else. Were they agents so now? Now, wait a moment. It's now. a different football now. It's different a di- time. Different what's, football. What has changed? It's different there's, there's time. The business well, side, the money, the business the side business has developed side. Yeah. a big deal. Right. A lot okay. about it is how you so sell yourself off the field. means business. Yeah, she's Vandana his agent. Business but it's not, about, it's not about, uh, it, it's not about Wandanara. I don't think it's about Inter. I think it's about that a day will come at the end of the season where husband and wife are going to sit down, you know, she's his manager and say, she's going to say to Mauro, what do you want to do with your life? As a player. She's not going to do that. She's <laughs> not going to do that. Finish. She finish. tells him, this is what I want and this no, is no, what no, you it's do. It's not what you No, sometimes as a player, you want to win something. You want to be remembered by picking up a trophy and winning something. Now, do you want to stay with Inter and, and never possibly, win anything? Correct. But we will have an extra couple of dollars in our pockets. Or maybe there's a team out there and there's only a couple of teams in the world that can make an offer to Inter, which you cannot refuse. Real Madrid, Real Madrid Barcelona, Barcelona, those guys, when they really want a player, they'll come at you and they will offer you double the money, double the salary than what Inter offered. And you're gonna, you cannot say no because unless, the, the life. Unless he wants to stay at him. Correct. That, that's unless what I said. So they have to Inter. discuss. What do you want to do? Do you want to win? And that's what happened with Higuain when he was to Napoli. That's exactly what yeah, happened. That's true. Higuain lost the final in the Americas uh, 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 Cup. Uh, and Higuain said, look at me. I'm 30 years old. I play for Napoli. I never won anything in my life. I probably will never win anything with Napoli. I want to win something. I want to win the Champions League. I want to pick up a trophy. I'm 30 years old. Dybala spoke to him in the locker room. He called Marotta, listen, we have this player that we can get. 90 million euros, we could buy this player. And that's why he went to Juventus to win something. What did he win? He won a couple of campionati. Well, he won a couple of scudetti, and then look how Juventus treated him. Which I think that's they treat him he, like garbage. I De think, Laurentiis correct. kicked him out apparently though. No, 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 no. He's right, he's right. He he De Laurentiis never puts anybody on the market. You, De Laurentiis had a lot of offers from Koulibaly. Higuain pointed to De Laurentiis after he scored again. De Laurentiis is a gentleman. De Laurentiis offered money to... De Laurentiis doesn't need, doesn't need to, to balance the budget. Forget De Laurentiis has the money. Who cares? But matter. this is what matter. I think is going to happen at the end of the season. If there's a team out there that really wants Icardi, that needs Icardi, they will make an offer that Inter will not refuse. But it's not going to be double the money. It's going to be just a few more million. Who cares? Either way. I think Icardi is ready to go. Icardi is ready to go. I'm telling you right now. He actually no, Guys, Wanda. it's no speculation, though. I'm but telling whether, you, whether Wanda does, is ready okay. to go. So we listen to you. Let's move on. Let's move right. on. Let's talk about the facts, right? <laughs> the, last, the last Europa League game, the last European game, we'll talk about Olympiacos against Milan. Hmm. A match where once again, once again, the fate is in our hands, is in the Italian's hands. Milan can't lose by two goals. They can't lose by two goals. And they somehow manage to lose by two goals. 3-1 in Greece. A match where, again, disappointing from the entire team. I'm trying to think off the top of my head a player that played well for Milan. Mm. I think that Cutrone and Higuain a few times very selfish where the ball could have been played and and possibly scored. And again, you have to almost... It has to go so perfect for Olympiacos and you give it to them on a platter. But you gotta understand, Milan are dealing with a lot of injuries so you can't just blame it like that. How many many injuries does... I understand. They're playing it right back. I have have my opinion. I have my opinion. Okay. I think there was, I think it was decided. This is what I think. Milan came to a point in the season the same way that happened 
to Napoli last year when they got eliminated from the Champions League. Sarri said, these are the plays that I have. These are the plays that I can count on. We have a real shot in winning the Scudetto. Let's let the Europa League go. Milan, Very the possible. way Inter is playing, the way Roma is playing, Milan shot this year is to make to, it to the Champions League to make yeah. it to the Champions League uh. to the fourth place. I think that's their primary goal. And Gattuso knows, Leonardo knows, and the and the organization knows they can only count up to a certain amount of players. Now we only play on Sunday. We only have one game a week. Let's concentrate on Serie A. Let's finish fourth. Let's take out 30 million euros. And next year we're going to Champions League. Very likely. That's my opinion. I, I agree with Ludovico. Well, I think but, that not 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 that squad. Maybe, no, no. What are you saying? Maybe, maybe you don't have your, no. he doesn't have the team to 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 play two matches a game maybe, uh, a week. Maybe it's it's not, not easy to play on on I'm Thursday and easy. Sunday. So you think it was intentional? And now the, this is what happened with Napoli today. You think yes, the, there's something. Uh, this is what also Ancelotti said. Ancelotti said on Wednesday, we are going for the Europa League. So in order for the for Napoli to compete in Europa League, Napoli has to play certain players on Thursday and certain players on Sunday. So now Ancelotti said, "Okay, we play against Cagliari. Let me see if I put the second lines, the bench. Let me see how far these guys can take me in Serie A and keep the second place intact. And on Thursday in Europa League, I will start the team that started against PSG." Liverpool and all the other Champions League games. So you will see one Napoli on Thursday and you will see one Napoli on Sunday. Anto, as a Milan fan, That's what, what, I you, what did you I, think about I their disagree. exit from Europa League? I disagree. I no, think but they're... in general, what did you think about Milan losing? It is bad. It's disgraceful. League? I mean, it's disgraceful. I mean, uh, Gattuso, I'm sure he must be beside himself. I mean, you're losing against, I understand you're losing against a very good team, but losing against Olympiacos. Very good team. Oh, come on. Yeah, and Olympiacos is like a... Playing not even on Bay 80, where we have teams much better than, than <laughs> So, what does it say about Milan if they lose? Just they don't, have, they don't, have, they don't have the cheese at no, the mortadella. What I'm saying, <laughs> the what I'm saying is that they don't play, they don't play, they, they just they, they didn't give any value to the to the game itself, they just don't play the whole situation. And they thought they had the game on the bag already. No. And AC Milan, regardless of what we've been saying over here, has got a deep bench. Very young and talented players that all they have to do is just do their job, not to not overdo, just play their position right. Olympiacos is not Bayern, it's not PSG, it's not a, a you know Liverpool, it's not Manchester United or Manchester City. But you also have to be motivated. Barcelona, Real Madrid. This okay. is like you have to be motivated. Team. You have to have the right it's motivation. Like you have to write the right. Of the, 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 so what? Is, so what? Is, so I, okay. So what Let's happened? Take, they, taking that as the they truth, they didn't play the game with the, enough concentration for them to go through. Yeah, and do you think that's that's a right mentality for that's them? That's bad. That's real bad. Even so, though, what, what about the argument? Like Ludovico said that I maybe don't think you can't so. I don't buy into that. I don't buy into that. AC Milan is a is a team that when he goes into the field, he has to win. They go to play to win. They never try to tie, or they don't think about what Sarri did uh, last year. No, no, okay, I ju- it was just a comparison. Is that because no, it, it's what I, no. I think what Sarri decision last year was wrong? Yeah. But Sarri said, "Listen, I have 13 players. I'm going to use 13 players. I don't care what De Laurenti says, and I cannot have both players on, on Friday. I mean, on Thursday and Sunday, and I'm only three, four points behind Juventus. I want to win the Scudetto." So I'm going to let Europa League Listen, go. unfortunately, it is unfortunate. We don't have Bonaventura, but this is not an excuse. And you have a deep bench. You just develop the player and just adjust. You know, those people that they, they were not playing before, Bonaventura was on the field. Those are the, the kind of people you need to step up to the plate. I said, okay, now he's out. 
I have to just show what I'm capable to do. Some of them they are, some of them they're not. So I don't like Abate and center back with Zapata. But it's an emergency situation. We do not have Romagnoli. Okay, we don't Mike, have Romagnoli. Say, say what you're gonna okay, say. Okay, so still injured. Okay, so what are you gonna say? Okay, I just want to say this is. Uh, I didn't watch the game. Thank God, otherwise okay. I would have just killed myself. Or, uh, Olympiacos usually, yeah. usually <laughs> wins the the league uh, every year. They they won in like the past ten years, except for last season. Uh, then they start. They don't have the squad like they used to. This is one of the worst Olympiacos squads I've seen in uh, years for sure. So I even betted against Olympiacos. I was like, they're definitely not going to win. Bet with me. I actually bet with Mar. I was like, no, uh, they have a weak squad, bad defense, not going to do anything. But it looks like Milan. I don't think they threw the game on purpose. I feel like they uh, Gattuso thought he had the game uh, in his uh, in his pocket already, nah, and they weren't so. concentrated. And I think that's what happened at nah. the end of the after game. after five minutes of the match. I looked to Michael. I said, Olympiacos is going to win this game for sure. He said, no. maybe maybe we'll score one goal, but Milan's going to score for sure. I saw the way Olympiacos was playing. I saw the way he was honest, playing. I won 50 bucks. So. Milan were unlucky, too. I, they I was, did miss a lot of chances, but no, at the end of the day, they and, weren't and, playing and, very good. I know. Good. I understand. I understand all that. And I know the penalty that Olympiacos was, was given soft. was very was soft. soft. Yeah. I mean, in the end, it was so soft. It shouldn't have been but a penalty. But at the end of the day, Milan didn't play. Milan, like, Milan didn't play, didn't play to as a team. Milan, to me, didn't play as a win. No. Um... Disappointing, disappointing, but we have Inter, we got Napoli, we got Lazio, Lazio lost, but they're still, they were already qualified at second place, and um, Roma, Roma. Roma I mean, in the in Europa League, yeah. so oh, hopefully, maybe, we one, can see Napoli can or Inter, but you know what, I gotta tell you something else about this, uh, the, the fact that we, we, went out, we went out, maybe Ludovico's got something, uh, a little bit of the truth that is there. Because AC Milan, as soon as they find out that Inter lost on the Champions League, they, and they went downgraded to the UEFA League and said, you know what, let's lose the game. We're not going to be playing against those losers. So we don't even, <laughs> even want to be a part of this uh, of this uh, championship anymore. So that's why we lost and uh, we just so gave it to Go to Serie B then. No, 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 no. That's a different story. Um, story. That's a competition. Actually, you know what? Let's make a bet right now. Oh, oh. Another bet. AC Milan is going to be finishing on top of Inter Milan. <gasps> What's Peter. the bet? We're going to be third or second? Third. We'll say third. What's third or second? What's third. What's the bet? Well, the, the Peter is going to shine my shoes for the next 20 years. What the? <laughs> <laughs> 20 years? Guys, comment, oh, comment yeah. down below a bet, and uh, maybe we'll make it happen on the next podcast. Mm -hmm. Let's move on a little bit real quick to Serie A, just to do a little rundown. I know that Europa League and Champions League, there was a lot of, a lot of things to talk about. Um, we'll start with the Torino Derby uh, real quick. Juventus 1-0 uh, win. Cristiano Ronaldo, your boy, scored on a penalty kick where uh, Zaza made. He Zaza's always been that type of player. I think even for the Azzurri, where he tries so hard, but this is one of the and opportunities where if you didn't try so hard, it wasn't gonna be a goal. He passed back to the second keeper uh, after City Gu went out. Mm -hmm. Juventus given a penalty kick. Another sloppy game, I thought, from both sides. Like you said, this derby, it's a, it's a difficult one to Absolutely. play in. It's a very Absolutely. intense. Yes. The Torino fans, yes. they live. You know, Torino's not going to go for the school. They live for two games a year. They live yeah. for this match. And mm, you could right. see it. And I thought Torino played a great football. And I think Belotti was extremely surprising. Whoever forever saw the match, Belotti was the man of the match. Even though Torino lost, yeah. Belotti was fighting his ass off. And it pisses me off. I was so mad the entire match. Because I say, all the times for freaking Italy, all the t every other match that he plays, I've never seen him yeah. more hungry. But now one game a year, you're, you're freaking running He's like that against Juventus. So but I was a little bit disappointed. Torino, Torino could have, I think they really could have gotten the draw here. Uh, they, uh, yeah. they played so well. They pressured. They played great defense. And then Zaza ruins everything. He could have hit it on the side. He gives the 
ball back. But also the, the goalkeeper. Ball. The, the goalkeeper also played his part. But I know because Mandzukic going away from true. the goal. He didn't put you any power on the ball though. He I correct, but he's going away from the goal. I'm convinced it would have ended as a draw. I'm really convinced. Torino were playing great. I don't think so, but I think I think my dad predicted a draw this one. I think a lot of us were expecting. Yeah, I think because it it was one of those that Juventus was coming off a rough schedule. You thought maybe they could slip up because Torino's a good team and it was in Torino in the Stadio Olimpico Zaza gave it up um, yeah Zaza was disappointing and again Juventus just grinded out with, yeah, with yeah. that but that's that the difference play. every single time Juventus they could play a terrible game and, just and they'll the be able Not to get game. the goal and for the most part I'm saying when they play and the when they play for Juventus, when they right? play poorly they're able to to, to get the break, breakthrough goal whether it be a penalty or a late minute goal or whatnot, mm. but, don't but then that. we that's also what a great saw, team we, supposed to do. And so Find that's the way what, to win. exactly. That's what so that's what I'm saying. Sometimes there was so, there was a coach that said, "I'd rather win one nothing." Or you you win, uh, the definition of winning one nothing means that you're a great team. But we also saw late goals from Inter, mm. from Napoli. Napoli. So defense wins games. Exactly. Offense sells tickets. Is mm. it wasn't it the same thing today mm. with Napoli? Napoli yeah. was zero zero against Cagliari, a team unbeaten, unbeaten this season. Only Juve, Napoli, and Cagliari were unbeaten. At home this season, and Mili comes through with the beautiful free kick. Cagliari played a tremendous game. Wasn't it one of they those ones that you say the same the thing end. that you say the Ancelotti played his part? Yes, but the difference is every other team has slip ups and they'll lose or they'll tie. Juventus never seems to slip up. It's impossible. You could Genoa. You you talk up. about Serie A 10, 15 years ago, right? You used to win the Scudetto with seventy two points. Now you have to win. With Not 98 Napoli. points. Yeah. Napoli had points. 91 points record yeah. for Napoli. And, their and they never won. And they can't. See, anymore. I think a coach. But we have we have more teams than more to, points available. Up to a certain point, the coach can prepare the team 16, mentally, 16 teams, physically. But are still the players that are going on the field, and you still, if you don't have the players with class, with quality that can make a difference, no matter who the coach is, you're not going to win the game. Yes, you can prepare, I mean, but you still need class on the field. The you coach need, does a big part too. Same I mean, thing today. But I still the like players today. that have to. You know, That's true. How many coaches got fired because the player, instead of scoring, hit the crossbar? That's true. That's true. And that game finished 0 0, and he was axed the following we, day. We, we but if that goal would have gone in, he would have been a coach for another week. We, we have the same situation right now with Di Francesco, where Corriere and Gazette say if he loses his match against Genoa, Correct. he's out. He's and a, a match where Genoa was up. General was up and nearly, you know, even in the late oh, yeah. minutes of the game, they could have tied it. So you could have said the same thing. If VAR checks out one where it could have been a penalty, if they give a penalty, Roma, they don't give a penalty, Roma is also, could have been out. Roma is a particular uh Roma is a particular city, fan base. If you look at the Roma coaches in the past twenty-five years, there has been a coach, a different coach every fourteen to sixteen months. They don't last a lot. Something to do with the locker room, maybe Totti was there before, but these coaches, they do not last. You never have a coach in Rome that can create something by staying three to four years and create a cycle, Why do you a think winning so? cycle. Why do you think so? Because I think the, uh, too the much piazza, pressure, too, much too, much too much pressure, the piazza is very, is very demanding. But isn't there pressure everywhere? And, they, and they're very no. inconsistent. They're very, There's pressure everywhere. They're very inconsistent. See, the team is very inconsistent. A lot of coaches were not successful in Rome. And they, they they simply after fourteen to sixteen months they they rarely last two years. But it's also how the, organi- finish how the, the organization year. is run, you know. Even with the, the the culture of the teams, the the culture of the fans, it influences your team. So, for example, 
Juventus is run differently than Milan was, is run or Inter is run, even though they're top tier uh, teams. Also, Roma, uh, you know, they're one of the better teams, but they don't have the same budget. They're more of a team like Napoli, right? Where their budget is very limited. Napoli has the fifth budget in yeah. Serie A. Napoli, budget-wise, is behind Juventus, Roma, Inter, and Milan. Exactly. Well, that's but one so of the things that they're being criticized for to Roma because they've sold a lot of big players. They have yes. to. And they to balance the budget, they, they had to. replace them adequately. But if you look at in the stadium, they well, they're you have to start Palota, over again. Goodbye. So Di now Francesco, if, goodbye. Monchi, goodbye. You sold Allison. Mm. You sold Nainggolan. You sold well, top, Al- top Allison. Player. I can understand. When, yeah. you, when well, you offer that I much think, for I a goalkeeper, I think everybody understands. But they're saying, I think that the Roma fans are upset because they say, okay, we sold Allison, but we didn't improve our team upon last year. No, no correct. You have to start over again. So what do we think? No, because it's a general discussion. You're starting. A coach has to start over. Like Di Francesco could not continue what he started building he, he had to start from scratch again because you sold the better players you sold the Nangolani. so doesn't he deserve Nangolani. more time i don't think you have time in t- today's coaches in Serie A, you don't have time in Serie A, you don't give time to nobody either you win or you're out because i could get sure. the next but that's not the right mentality you, you can, well you cannot fire the players who are you going to get rid of they're talking about paulo sosa is paulo sosa really going to come into the team that and make nah, a bigger difference absolutely. than Francesco? It takes, it, no. it, what do you I think i think it's under it, it depends on the project that you have you know you have to give the right amount of time to the coach and it's also it doesn't make sense to just change a coach and change you have to pick the right coach yeah. like you you want to complain about spalletti okay i understand spalletti is not the best but Unless you can say, okay, I'm going to go after Conte and I see Conte being the, the coach for the next two, three years, it doesn't make sense to, to sack I your agree. coach. I Unless agree. you think that changing the coach is going to revamp the team or is going to really change your circumstances, I don't know. Paulo Sosa, but believe it or not, when he, play, when he was coaching with Fiorentina, played one of the, the the Fiorentina side played one of the better football in, in Serie A. For the first for three, and, four months. And, and then they, and they beat Juventus. They they, they played with all the top teams. But Francesco swallowed to Europa League too, so you can argue both And, and yes. what he did, no, what without he did a doubt. But of course, but sometimes, but if the yeah. it all depends on the players. Because if That's the players true. do not react to the coach, mm-hmm. locker room has a lot to do with it. If mm-hmm. they don't react, you're done. then you're done. You don't need to you're be done. there anymore. Anto, what do you think Roma should do right now? Uh, well, Roma, all they have to do, I think, make make Totti step up into a different leadership role because Totti just been on the on uh, on uh, uh, on the top of the, the tribuna over there, and then uh, you know taking few pictures on autograph and uh, and just trying to read the game and once in a while go down to the locker room. He's not going to do it. Totti's going to have to just step up as a leader over there. He's going to take over maybe the to be the president that is going to get involved into uh you know not scouting directly but uh you know being more involved into uh, purchasing and uh and uh, making decisions that is going to be well, as far, what good is if you purchase and then you have to sell the following look how many you 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 they are they sold three players last year allison strotman and nangolan strotman was done they did a great job on, on, on getting rid of him Nangolan, listen to me. Nangolan didn't want to stay in Rome. That's why they, it was given away. No, it didn't. Say. And uh, listen to me. And Allison, Allison had a lot of more money than Roma. It, it, they they yeah. would have made an offer they could not refuse. Now, if Totti on a leadership role would say to them, "Hey, listen, guys, if you stay with Koulibaly, was, was also offered sixty-five million for Koulibaly. Napoli didn't sell him. Yeah, but Koulibaly likes the pizza. He likes the spaghetti. He likes <laughs> the, 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 the. He likes the. He likes the. the buffalo mozzarella. He likes a lot of that stuff. So. Uh, <laughs> And uh, De Laurentiis Don't knows a two schmooze player too. So I'll tell you what's going on over here. It's it's the, the complex. It's the way your family fits into the into that particular city. Your kids they're going to school, and uh, the way the way you've been treated as a person and as a player. 
because uh, the locker room yes up to a point but then uh, if your society if, you, if your life as a man as a part of a, of a member of a family if you have a family with kids does not really fit that city anymore you're just gonna go and i'll tell you what is gonna happen i think inter inter is gonna just uh, perisic for example it's not a fit for inter that's why i think it's intentionally playing poorly because he wants to move from there. I don't think that. You don't think so? You don't, you don't play bad intentionally. It's worse How are you going to get a move? Yeah, yeah <laughs> listen, listen. Icardi, on the other hand, look what he did. Okay, now let's let's just take this thing here very quickly. We have two separate penalties over here. Cristiano Ronaldo taking a penalty against a sec- the second goalkeeper of Torino. The guy almost made it the save. He almost made the save. Icardi, with the game 0-0, if he misses the cucchiaio, if the, the goalkeeper just guesses, Okay, Icardi can be in a deep, deep, deep shit. What's your point? You okay. can say that. Now, listen to this. But Icardi, Icardi, he had the, he had the, the balls. Audacity. Okay. The audacity. <laughs> the balls. He had the audacity to take the cucchiaio, take the cucchiaio and scoop it up into the middle. Because he said, Pirlo did it too in the in missing, times. Make it or miss it, Icardi will have still get the same amount of money. Okay. Why does it always come back to money? <laughs> it has to be about money. Everything is Wait, about what's money, the point? Right? What's the point? What's the, the point? point? The yeah. point is, if you don't fit into that particular team in the society, you're going to go. <laughs> so and what is the thing about well, they have to do? Why do you bring this up again? Listen, listen. If Icard is worth $100 million right now, even with the cucchiaio, with the miss of cucchiaio, you're still going to be worth $100 million. That's why the guy, he had the, he had the courage. And the <laughs> so what does that have to do with the family society? The going to change him? Of course he it's knows that him. the guy, listen, the guy, I think he's going to move. I think it's gonna make <laughs> 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 let me answer your question. Dacuchayo is gonna be the, the next the the the, the diamond on the no. ring for, oh, okay. for Napoli said, Napoli okay. offered 70 million two years ago. Inter was ready to give him up, but he didn't want to go. But Napoli put 70 million on the table two years ago. To when who? we sold for Iguain? No, for Icardi. The money that we got from Iguain, we were going to invest in Icardi. He said no. They were close. But, they were very... but, uh, Ica- but Inter was thinking about it. Napo- De Laurentiis went up to 70 million. Peter's like, thank God. So <laughs> now, if you got Real Madrid that says, listen, I'm going to give you 120, 110, no. 120. You think Inter is going to say no? I don't think Inter is going to say no. Listen, with Koulibaly, Koulibaly, he said, he said, I feel more Napolitano than I do anything else that, now. Correct. So there's there, every player's got different ambitions. Alisson, they asked Alisson. He said, listen, Liverpool is an ambitious team. I know Liverpool wants to I compete win. in the Champions League final. So I'm going to go to Liverpool. It's different. Everybody's got different ambitions. Look at Totti. Some, yeah, some want to win. Totti refused Real Madrid. Totti refused. No, I want to stay in Rome. Exactly. He became world champion. And he won one or two Scudettos. I don't know. Right. But that, he could have won more in Real Madrid. And that's what I think is going to happen to Icardi. Icardi wants to win. He's going to go. We'll that's see. what we'll I said. There's, there's no money that husband and wife have to no decide at the end of the season. There's no money that is going to just put it on the table for Icardi to, to stay on it. Him Inter. and his wife will decide at the yeah. end of the season. What His man. Icardi's gone. <gasps> Icardi's gone. Uh, oh, Peter's a little bit scared. Yes or not? Yes It depends. How do you say yes or no? I say yes. I say yes. You say no. If Romero <laughs> makes the no. offer, it's not I... black and white. It's not black and azzurro. No, it's black and white. I see Icardi <laughs> Napoli. I see Icardi as a great fit. No, I, I think Napoli. No, I think Icardi the way the way Napoli plays. The way I mean, if we're talking about going to other teams, we'll take him by Juventus too. The way Icardi plays, that is a is is a typical center forward. That is not like a typical, like Ibrahimovic, like a typical box. You know, he does a lot of movements. Mm. He comes in, he checks in, he participates in the play, distributes balls. I think the way Napoli and Ancelotti plays, I think Icardi would be a perfect fit. 
for. Uh, I don't think, think it would be a doubt, but I don't think that he would go. If he goes, he's, he's going to go to Real Madrid or Barcelona. Yeah, he's not going to go to the Serie A team. The the best offer if the if Icardi decides to go and Inter decides to to sell him, it's gonna go to the best offer. Who's got the most money? You know, we saw Coutinho go for right. big money. No, you're wrong, Pete. You're wrong. <laughs> he's not gonna go for big money. He's gonna go in the place that his wife wants to be. Where does his Back wife want to be? You just complain about money, Madrid. Because of because of the of the you know the no no not the team the itself, no, everything the team. everything. Hold on, you did you want to finish something? Say say. No, I was well, just one point I want to talk yeah. about Icardi was Kellini said he had, as far as like the two the, uh, top strikers, right? He ever versed. Icardi is one of the yeah. the two, and the other one is his teammate, Ronaldo. Yeah, he drives so you crazy in the box. Kellini is, movement. for me, the best defender right now. And for him to say that, Shows you what type of striker Icardi is. Inside the I box, just wish, as an Inter fan, we had more service for him. Yeah, He's a complete forward. He what? has a head, he has feet, he has technique. He's complete. Juan is going to show that quote forward. to Inter for, for more rays that kill himself. Wanda, get him out of there, please. <laughs> no, don't. I we, think we he's just sad because Icardi always scores against Milan in oh, the last minute. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I will not discount if Icardi comes to play for AC Milan. Oh, oh my God. God! I would like to see Wanda with the black and with the red and uh, and black. Oh, Wanda so that's what it really is. Yeah. That's what it is. I'm um, telling you, Quayarella scored you. again today. And I'm sorry, who? Quayarella. Okay, we've talked about him a lot on this podcast. I want to get your opinion. We've talked about Quayarella. Napoletano, pure Ludo. Right? Don't we talked about Quayarella. To the Azzurri. And now let me let me set the, the foreground for it. We're not talking about as a future of the Azzurri, but we were saying in a match where Italy had to score, you know, for the UEFA Nations League, and a player like Immobile, Belotti, they're not scoring. Do you think it would have been worth for Mancini to bring Quagliarella there to help teach, to put him in when you need a goal just for short term? I disagree. No, wait, it's wait, just wait. a question. It's just a question. Okay. No, I disagree. You want to say stats? I disagree okay. because I, yeah. I feel that at this point, Mancini is doing, is creating the best plate possible based on the ingredients that he has in the refrigerator. And currently, the Serie A refrigerator has very, very little to offer. Mm. The big players that can make a difference, there's only a couple. To think, I mean, you have only a couple of players right now in Serie A that have Champions League experience. Bernadeschi, a few minutes. Insigne is one of the top players on the Italian national team. So now Mancini is thinking, the young guys, the Barella, that are playing for Cagliari, Atalanta or Bologna or the other Serie A teams, if I don't use these guys, they will never get a chance most likely to play in Champions League. If I don't use these guys to get some experience on the national team, when am I going to use these guys? And that's what we're lacking right now. We're lacking players of the international. So that's why he goes, let me, Barella, he's going to be sold to Inter. He's going to be sold to Juventus. He's going to sit on the bench. But at least if you call these guys in, now if you call a Quagliarella in just to take for one game the chestnuts out of the fire, you're taking away time from these guys to gain additional experience at the international level, and that's the only experience they might get in the next few years. Let me just throw a stat in. Uh, Qualiarella, Qualiarella right now has seven goals in six consecutive matches, first time ever in his career that he did that. And right now in the Capo Canoniere race, he's tied on goals with Mauro Icardi with nine goals. 
The fourth, so you're telling right? me wow. when players like Belotti and Chiro Mobile aren't scoring and you need someone and like Insigne that, too. that needs important goals and Insigne too, like that for, let's say, uh, against Sweden, you wouldn't call up an informed striker like someone like that? For one so, game, no. I no, not, not. not for one game. In general, general, you... you uh, you no. have to have a project. You have to stick. You 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 have to stick to the you you have to stick to the project. I get you have what you're a project. You have a goal that where you want to be in two years, where you want to be in three years, where the national team wants to be in the near future, and and beyond. You have to maintain that script. You have to keep. You you have to keep that. So th- that the script. duty shouldn't call the most informed players, rather the age. No. Even though he's turning thirty six. I no, agree no. with him, no. Mike. I'm sorry. No. Yeah, no, yeah. We we, we, we gave guys. our opinion. I wanted I to hear. Well, That's, uh, I I, uh, I agree. Mike, get some uh, okay. fan questions. We'll conclude a little bit. I want to play a little fun game right now, right? Ooh. We posted this earlier, and Antonio's already nervous right now. I he doesn't know what I'm gonna say. No, not that. Okay. We're gonna give you four teams, mm-hmm. and you're gonna have to say which position, which which position you would choose for the teams. Okay? I'll give you an example. We're gonna say the attack, the midfield, the defense, and the goalkeeper. Right? The four teams you gotta choose from are Juventus, Napoli, Inter, and Milan. So, for example, you'll say for goalkeeper, I would choose Milan. For defense, I would choose Juventus. For midfield, I would choose Inter. And for attack, I would choose Milan. You can only you choose one team once. You can't use more more than okay. once. Each Everybody team. understand? Correct. Agree. Fair I'll, enough. Fair I'll, enough. I'll start it off since I already knew. Goalkeeper Milan because Inter. There's no way. There's no way I would ever yeah. put Milan anywhere else. Should we all say it? Sorry about that. No, no, no. Let's go in order. Okay. Let's go in order. Defense. I would choose. Um, I would choose Inter. Uh, midfield. I would choose Napoli. And in attack, I would choose Juventus. Mike, what about you? That's tough. Okay. For um, goalkeeper, I go with Milan for sure. Donnarumma, he's good. And the rest of Milan's positions aren't the best, whatever. <laughs> Defense, I'll go with... Uh, I'll go with... Hmm, this is a tough one. Defense, I'll go with Juventus. Midfield, I'll go with... Inter or Napoli? Midfield, I'll go with... Maybe I messed up. Okay, I'm just going to go with... Uh, Inter right. and attack, I'll go with Napoli. Anto. Defense, Milan. You gotta start no, with the goalie. Oh, goalkeeper, Milan. Defense, Milan. You can only choose the same team once. You can only choose the same team once. Alright, so goalkeeper is gonna be AC Milan. Okay. Defense, mm, Napoli. Okay. Midfield, Juventus, Juventus and Inter. And Inter uh, uh, attack. attack, really? Yeah. Yeah, interesting. What are you doing with <laughs> Peter, what do you say? No, I think if you have to choose Milan, goalkeeper everywhere else. <laughs> oh, we're shaky. all in agreement on that. Uh, I would go with Juventus defense, best defense in the league. Also, uh, I would say Napoli midfield and then Inter, Inter defense. Yeah, because you know why? With some service, oh, <laughs> we, we, are on the same page. Yeah. we are on the same page. Yeah, you're on the same page. What's Ludo? Doing? Uh, goalkeeper, uh, Inter. Really? Ooh. Defense, Juventus. Midfielder, if everybody would be in shape, I would say Inter. And hey, you said Milan for everyone. What you, you said Inter for goalkeeper. I said Inter for goalkeeper. Yeah. Defense, it would be Juventus. Uh, Juventus. Then I would say Milan for the midfielder and Napoli for the forward. Okay, mm-hmm. very good. Mike, get the get some fan questions. Okay, we got a couple over here. Let's go with got uh, Milan has been playing the best uh, in the league. The little shaky, they got injuries. Gattuso in or out? In, come on, I, this, uh, come on, you gotta keep Gattuso in. Okay, I say out. Go. Gattuso in. Uh, Gattuso in. If he reach, if he does not reach fourth place, out for next season. 
Fourth place is a must to stay on the next season. Yeah, I agree with that. For now, in, but yeah. if there's no reaction. You're thinking so short term, I think. Uh, Anto. He's going to be in, and I think he's going to reach the fourth place. Gattuso's oh, not the coach for the future. I think he's going to get sacked eventually. But it all depends on if they have something lined up. Even though he's if been you doing have a good. Coach lined up, no, you, you can't sack him now. I know a lot of fans can't. want to, but you can't sack okay. him now. What's the next one? Uh, Patrick Sheik, uh, he has been getting a lot of time. He got like 10 minutes today, not doing the best. Should Roma loan him out or sell him or keep him? What should they do? Loan him. I say loan in January? In January. In January. In January. I would say in January yeah. because he's a player that he played with Sampdori, did really well. But he had physical issues, not in shape, and maybe Roma is not the best stage for him. I will loan him out to a team that he would, you know, with the, with the lower yeah. stage, with the middle tier team or lower tier team, and make him play for ninety minutes, and hopefully the next season get him back. Also, because it was a huge investment, they spent a lot of money on him. So, so the biggest transfer. record, uh, record signing for Roma mm, ever yeah. in their so, history. So loan yeah. is the only option because you're not getting, you're not getting money. <laughs> yeah, you're not a lot of issues. A lot of uh, Anto, you know. me, I will do an, an even exchange. I will, I will take Sheik and I will give him wine to Roma. Whoa. Wow. Wow. Yeah. What, what do you think? Last, last, let's let's conclude it with this. But Iguain, what do you think about Iguain? They're already talking that you, was, Milan are not going to pay for him. Listen, I was never happy about Iguain coming to uh, to uh, uh, AC Milan, especially when somebody plays for Juventus. You not you not you know you're not going to get the service that you get uh, that those people that are in Juventus. Those people that were just put just they were whipped really, you know, were bled. To, to, Iguain to uh, is a type of player that he needs it's, to feel important. Yeah. He needs to be felt, uh, uh, feel part of the project, yeah. appreciated. Every day he wants to be pampered. He wants to, somebody to touch his hair, to kiss him on the head. He needs feel the mommy it. hugs. He's a, he's a, he's a, that's the type of player he is on a team. And when he doesn't get that type of attention, mentally he's drained and you see them on the field. Yes, he is on the field, but his mind is elsewhere. Yeah, Pete? that's why we don't need people like that. Weekly, what do you think mentally. about Iguain? <laughs> oh, I think he gets right no now, service. He, he's he's frustrated, but he's yeah. one of the strikers that he can make his own magic in the sense like he'll create his own goal scoring. He's very good coming back in the midfield and, and getting the ball and trying to. But shoot now he's not start. motivated. But he lacks yeah, motivation. He, yeah. I think he's just the he, mental approach is not. Yeah, he's emotional. not. He's not fully into this team. I think he really wants to be with the Juventus team. Trying to win the Champions League. Like Bonucci, to win the maybe we'll give him back to, to Juventus, like Bonucci. <laughs> no, but you can tell. I, I, I don't think he. he Would he you really do an even exchange, Peter Iguain with uh, Icardi? Four. Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> no, Iguain. is a great. I think Iguain's a, a yeah. great goal scorer, a great I, striker. I agree with you. I, the only thing is, it's not even exchange because Icardi is is uh, a Very lot years. Yeah. He's Come on. Icardi's 25. But he wants Iguain to be a prima donna. I thought you tried to pull a quick one on you yeah. over there. Uh, anyway, Ludovico, thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Anytime. It, it was thank very you fun. for having me. So I think, we'll have him back. Uh, even though it's a Napoletano. In, uh, you know, we don't like <laughs> Napoli. It's all right. We'll take him back. Hopefully, as Napoli continues the season, you know, challenging with uh, first place and in Europa League, because I'm very interested to see there, we could have him on a lot more. Ludovico, just a quick prediction. How far do you think Napoli will go in the Europa League? Just a guess, even though we don't know their opponents. I think we can reach the semifinals. Anything I think less we, than semifinals. I, I think I think we could reach. I think the month of December, the the remaining games, month of December and January, if Ancelotti can get certain bench players to execute in Serie A and get the three points in Serie A, like he did today by using most of the bench players yeah. and use the Champions League players, <clears throat> the starting formation against Liverpool, PSG, and use those guys on Thursday and make them sit on Sunday and keep second place, 
we could we could win the uh, the Europa League. And just to touch last thing that mm. I'll say, um, I think that a lot of people have you know made fun of a little bit Napoli for going out of the Champions League, but I think that this is a good opportunity for a lot of the Napoli players who don't have European experience to really compete in a trophy. Yes, it's second tier to the Champions League. But to win, you know, there's Chelsea in there. There's some good teams in the Europa That's League. True. I think it's a great opportunity for Napoli as a club to bring home a trophy in the Europa League and to compete just at the higher level. Because once you get to semifinals, you're yeah. Inter too. No, it's, it's, it's upsetting, but because nah, Italy is the only Jeez. country in Europe, right? Where, oh, we're not in Champions League. Europa League is not important. The German teams, they fight as the hard. Spanish. The Spanish, Spanish Atletico teams. Madrid is always... If they're not in Champions League, they're in there. Real Betis. That's not a Manchester second United. Said Manchester United. 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 It is a second tier. That's not a second tier. It's, it is a second That's tier. All right. I didn't say it doesn't matter, but it is. Manchester United. Kick yeah. out of the Champions League. They the won UEFA, the Europa League. The UEFA rankings are mostly based on how far you go in Europa League. Mm. Yeah. You get more points. Same amount of points and the reason why, Correct. And the reason yeah. why we lost the fourth place team uh, a few years ago is when, if you guys remember, when we had Palermo, Udinese, play in Europa League mm -hmm. and they were eliminated right away yeah. even the uh, preliminary stages points right. that's when we lost a, a lot, lot of points, points yeah. and that's why we lost the fourth place the fourth team in the uh, yeah. in the came to the rescue though no, four I, automatic I feel good I, I hope that uh, this year we'll see Inter and Napoli and Lazio competing anyway guys thank you as always for watching make sure if you're watching on YouTube to subscribe Leave a comment what you want to hear from us next. We will have a podcast once the draws are all done tomorrow. They're probably already out of our thoughts. Antonio, what do they got to do? Well, just rate us with five stars. Don't forget that there is no teleprompter over here. Are you reading from a teleprompter? No, I guess Absolutely not. Absolutely not. not, right? Oh, I am. My mind is a teleprompter. Okay, guys, this is the world platform. My mind soccer. is royal and white. That's my teleprompter. This is the soccer platform for everybody on the world that they, they don't have an opinion that has been heard of Bing or Fox or ESPN. This is nothing but the best. You just keep watching Besides us. Besides from Antonio. Yeah. You keep watching <laughs> us and you're telling us what you wanted to say. We're going to say it. We represent you and we are here because of you guys. And uh, you guys are there because of us too. So well said. Make any sense? Better. Merry Christmas, oh, wait, everyone. Do we have uh, the sale uh, still going on? No, the <laughs> sale hasn't been going on okay, for three listen, weeks. By the way, guys. The we have a panettone <laughs> sale going on. <laughs> <laughs> the merchandising is going off the Buy shelf. Buy one, eat uh, one. Guys, the merchandise is going off the shelf. I just got another two shirts myself. I just ordered it. I, uh, you know, we charge you triple. Too much. Too much. So. Place your order. Yep. If you want to get it for Christmas, when, when is it the last order? day? Everybody already ordered for Christmas. Yeah. For Christmas, you're not going to get it for Christmas. You'll get it by 2019. Okay. Well, <laughs> unless, they unless they want to play extra for shipping. What right. if they get extra for shipping? I want to pick shipping. it up at the studio. Right. Yeah. Next day, air. Ludovico will deliver, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, with my, guys. With my royal bicycle. Okay. <laughs> guys, thank you for watching. Merry I Christmas, know. everyone. Ciao, ragazzi. Ciao. Ciao.